0: Section 16-H, Risk Management Definition Risk management is a decision-making process to systematically evaluate possible courses of action, identify risks and benefits, and determine the best course of action for any given situation. Risk management enables commanders, functional managers, supervisors, and individuals to maximize capabilities while limiting risks through application of a simple systematic process appropriate for all personnel and functions in both on and off-duty situations. Appropriate use of risk management increases an organization's and individual's ability to safely and effectively accomplish their mission, activity while preserving lives and precious resources. Risk Management Principles Four principles govern all actions associated with risk management. These principles are the cornerstone of effective risk management and are applicable 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year, 24-7-365, by all personnel, for all on- and off-duty operations, tasks, and activities. Accept no unnecessary risk. Unnecessary risk comes without a commensurate return in terms of real benefits or available opportunities and will not contribute meaningfully to mission or activity accomplishment and needlessly jeopardizes personnel or other assets. All Air Force missions and daily routines involve risk. The most logical choices for accomplishing a mission are those that meet all mission requirements while exposing personnel and resources to the lowest acceptable risk. Take only those risks that are necessary to accomplish the mission or task. However, we cannot and should not be completely risk-averse. Even high-risk endeavors may be undertaken when there is a well-founded basis to believe that the sum of the benefits exceed the sum of the cost. Balancing benefits and costs is a subjective process and tied intimately with the factors affecting the mission or activity. Therefore, personnel with prior knowledge and experience of the mission or activity must be engaged whenever possible in making risk decisions to ensure a proper balance is achieved. Make Risk Decisions at the Appropriate Level Although anyone can make a risk decision that impacts their personal well-being, some risk acceptance decisions must be made by an appropriate decision-making authority that can effectively allocate resources and implement controls to mitigate or eliminate risks associated with an operation activity. Making risk decisions at the appropriate level also establishes clear accountability. Leaders and individuals must be aware of how much risk they can accept and when to elevate risk management decisions to a higher level. Those accountable for the success or failure of the mission or activity must be fully engaged in the risk decision process. Integrate Risk Management into Operations and Planning at All Levels Integrate risk management into planning at all levels and as early as possible. This provides the greatest opportunity to make well-informed risk decisions and implement effective risk controls. To effectively apply risk management, commanders, supervisors, and personnel must dedicate time and resources to integrate risk management principles into planning, operational processes, and day-to-day activities risk assessments of operations and activities are most successful when they are accomplished in the normal sequence of events, the pre-planning of a mission or activity, by individuals directly involved in the event, and not as a last-minute or add-on process. Any amount of pre-planning that can be accomplished, even in a time-constrained environment, is better than no planning at all apply the process cyclically and continuously. Risk management is a continuous process applied across the full spectrum of military training and operations, base operations, functions, and day-to-day activities and events, both on and off duty. This cyclic process is used to continuously identify and assess hazards, develop and implement controls, evaluate outcomes, and provide feedback to our airmen to save lives and preserve combat resources. Risk Management Levels The principles, goals, and fundamental concepts of risk management highlight the universal application of risk management concepts, both on and off-duty. There are two primary levels of risk management, deliberate and real-time that dictate the level of effort and scope that should normally be undertaken when evaluating risks. Figure 16.3 depicts the basic relationship of these levels and how they relate across the strategic long-term to tactical short-term spectrums. The controls, resources, and issues shown below the risk management levels are examples of resources and impacts that might apply across the planning and execution timelines. As the diagram shows, deliberate and real-time risk management are interrelated when making risk management decisions. They are separated only at the point where the planning phase transitions to the execution phase of the mission activity. A strong, effective risk management process involves careful and deliberative planning, coupled with effective, real-time management. This full-spectrum approach ensures comprehensive risk mitigation and the likelihood of mission activity success. Deliberate Risk Management Deliberate risk management refers to pre-mission activity planning and involves the full formal application of the complete five-step risk management process outlined in paragraph 16.39.3. This process can range from an in-depth planning process involving through hazard identification, detailed data research, diagram and analysis tools, formal testing, and long-term tracking of the risks associated with an operation, activity, or system, down to normal day-to-day operations activity planning that utilize the same five-step risk management process, but require less time and resources to complete. Generally associated with strategic-level planning, in-depth risk management planning is reserved for complex operations systems high priority high visibility situations or circumstances in which hazards are not well understood in-depth risk management is normally implemented well in advance of the planned system mission event or activity and is normally reserved for more complex and risky efforts such as large troop unit movements, airshow planning, system development, tactics and training curricula development, scheduled vacations, organized camping, hiking activities, scheduled home repairs, etc. As the situation, operation, or activity becomes less complex, familiar, and or closer to execution, deliberate risk management planning becomes simplified and the focus shifts to ensuring near-term hazards and mitigation strategies are considered. Across the spectrum of deliberate risk management, we must always include the experience, expertise, and knowledge of experienced personnel to identify known hazards, risks, and strategies to effectively mitigate risks for the specific mission, activity, or task, in both on- and off-duty situations. Although pre-planning is always desired for any situation, we must also consider how we deal with risk management once we begin the execution phase of an activity. Real-time This level of risk management is always associated with risk management decisions made in real-time during the execution or tactical phase of training, operations, emergency crisis response situations, or off-duty activities where there is normally little or no time to conduct formal, deliberate risk management planning. Real-time is usually an informal mental risk assessment that is done on the fly. In example, short-notice taskings, weather-natural phenomena-driven activities, emergency responses, spontaneous off-duty activities, etc using basic risk management process steps to identify and mitigate hazards in the new or changing situation as time is normally constrained or limited in these situations deliberate risk management planning is impractical imperative to the real-time situations is that individuals are able to efficiently and effectively apply risk management concepts to mitigate risks to enhance recall of critical risk management steps the Air Force has adopted an easy-to-remember mnemonic, ABCD, discussed in paragraph 16.39.4 to assist personnel in making sound risk management decisions during real-time and to provide a description of the Air Force real-time risk management process that is appropriate during the execution of a mission or activity and or time-constrained situations. 5-Step Risk Management Process Risk management is a continuous, systematic, decision-informing process consisting of five primary steps. Figure 16.4 that define the formal risk management process primarily associated with deliberative risk management planning and forms the basis for real-time management process considerations. The following is a brief description of the five-step risk management process. Step one, identify the hazards. Step one of the risk management process involves application of appropriate hazard identification techniques in order to identify hazards associated with the operation or activity. Hazards can be defined as any real or potential condition that can cause mission degradation, injury, illness, death to personnel, or damage to, or loss of equipment, property. Key aspects of this step include Mission-Task Analysis Review current and planned operations and or tasks associated with the mission or activity. List Hazards Identify and list hazards and or factors that may lead to dangers and risks associated with the operation or activity. List Causes List the causes associated with each identified hazard and try to identify the root cause causes against which to apply risk management strategies. Step 2. Assess the Hazards The assessment step involves the application of quantitative and or qualitative measures to determine the probability and severity of negative effects that may result from exposure to risks, hazards, and directly affect mission or activity success. Assessing hazards can be a formalized or intuitive process. Key aspects of this step include Assess Hazard Exposure – Evaluate the time, proximity, volume, or repetition involved to determine the level of exposure to hazards. Assess Hazard Severity – Determine severity of the hazard in terms of potential impact on personnel, equipment, or mission activity. Assess Probability – Determine the probability that the hazard will cause a negative event of the severity assessed above. Probability may be determined through estimates or actual numbers if available. Assess risk levels. Determine the level of risk associated with the hazard as related to severity and probability. The level of risk will vary from extremely high as associated with frequent exposure and catastrophic effects to low as associated with unlikely exposure and negligible effects. Complete risk assessment. Combine severity and probability estimates to form a risk assessment for each hazard. By combining the probability of occurrence with severity, a matrix is created where intersecting rows and columns define a risk assessment matrix. Figure 16.5 provides one example of a risk assessment matrix. Color coding coupled with numeric values is one way to ensure the matrix is readable In both color and grayscale formats, risk assessment matrices can take different forms and must be designed to fit the organization or situation as warranted. Note, a complete and in-depth description of the risk assessment matrix can be found in AFPAM 90-803 Risk Management RM Guidelines and Tools. Step 3. Develop Controls and Make Decisions Step 3 involves the development and selection of specific strategies and controls that reduce or eliminate risk. Effective mitigation measures reduce one of the three components—probability, severity, or exposure—of risk. Risk mitigation decisions must be made at the appropriate level for the identified risk— The higher the risk, the higher the decision level needs to be to ensure that an appropriate analysis of overall cost to benefits have been carefully weighed. Keep in mind there is no cookie-cutter approach or specific standard for establishing levels of risk management decision authority across the Air Force. Critical is that leadership decision-makers ensure the levels of decision authority are aligned appropriately for mission requirements and experience levels of the personnel conducting operations, activities under their responsibility. Decision levels may vary within a command for differing operations activities if training requirements, mission sets, or activities are divergent enough to warrant separate standards. For example, Air Education and Training Command, Air Force Special Operations Command, etc., Decision-makers must ultimately choose the most mission-supportive risk controls, consistent with risk management principles, that provide the best solution for the given hazards. Risk decisions must never be delegated to a lower level for convenience or when the situation dictates senior-level involvement. Exceptions may be considered in time-critical situations where delays might endanger lives, resources, or equipment, Key aspects of this step include Identify control options, starting with the highest risk hazards as assessed in Step 2. Identify as many risk control options as possible for all hazards. Each hazard should have one or more controls that can effectively eliminate, avoid, or reduce the risk to an acceptable level. Determine control effects Determine the effect of each control on the risks associated with the hazard. With controls identified, the hazard should be reassessed, taking into consideration the effects the control will have on the severity and or probability. This refined risk assessment determines the residual risk for the hazard, assuming the implementation of selected controls. At this point, consider the cost, personnel, equipment, money, time, etc. of the control and the possible interaction between controls. Do they work together? Prioritize Risk Controls For each hazard, prioritize those risk controls that will reduce the risk to an acceptable level. The best controls will be consistent with mission objectives and optimize use of available resources. Manpower, Material, Equipment, Funding, Time. Select Risk Controls. For each identified hazard, select those risk controls that will reduce the risk to an acceptable level. As in prioritizing controls, the best controls will be consistent with mission activity objectives and optimum use of available resources, outlined above. Make Risk Control Decision. Analyze the level of risk for the operation activity with the proposed controls in place. Determine if the benefits of the operation activity now exceed the level of risk the operation activity presents. Be sure to consider the cumulative risk of all the identified hazards and the long-term consequences of the decision. If the cost of the risks outweigh the benefits, Re-examine the control options to see if any new or modified controls are available. If no additional controls are identified, inform the next level in the chain of command that based on the evaluation, the risk of the mission exceeds the benefits and should be modified. When notified of a situation in which risk outweighs the benefit, the next level in the chain of command must assist and implement required controls modify, cancel the mission, or accept the identified risks based on a higher level of the risk-benefit equation. Keep in mind that as circumstances change for a given mission activity, the benefit-to-risk comparison must also be made to ensure that previous go-no-go decisions are valid. Step 4. Implement Controls Once control measures have been selected, an implementation strategy must be developed and carried out. The strategy must identify the who, what, when, where, and costs associated with the control measure. For mission-related controls, accountability must be emphasized across all levels of leadership, and personnel associated with the action so that there is clear understanding of the risks and responsibilities of commanders and subordinates alike. There must always be accountability for acceptance of risk regardless of circumstances. Key aspects of this step include. Make implementation clear. Provide a roadmap for implementation, a vision of the end state, and describe successful implementation. Deployed the control measure in a method the intended audience can understand. Establish accountability. Accountability is a critically important area of risk management. The accountable person is the one who makes the decision, approves the control measures, and hence, the right person, appropriate level, must make the decision. Also, be clear on who is responsible at the unit or execution level for implementation of the risk control. Individuals involved in a specific risk management process must be aware of who is responsible and accountable at each stage of an operation activity and when, if possible, decisions will be elevated to the next level. Provide Support To be successful, command leadership must be behind the control-measure-measures put in place. Provide the personnel and resources necessary to implement the control measures. Incorporate sustainability from the beginning and be sure to deploy the control measure along with a feedback mechanism that will provide information on whether the control measure is achieving the intended purpose. Step 5. Supervise and Evaluate Risk management is a process that continues throughout the life cycle of a system, mission, or activity. Leaders and supervisors at every level must fulfill their respective roles to ensure controls are sustained over time. Key aspects of this step include Supervise, monitor the operation activity to ensure the controls are effective and remain in place. Changes which require further risk management are identified. Action is taken when necessary to correct ineffective risk controls and reinitiate the risk management steps in response to new hazards. Risk and controls are re-evaluated anytime the personnel, equipment, or mission, activity, change or new actions are anticipated in an environment not covered in the initial risk management analysis. There is continuity of selected risk management controls during leadership changes. Ensuring outgoing leaders share knowledge, experiences, and lessons with incoming leaders provides positive transition of risk acceptance and less volatility to the operation or activity when these changes occur. Evaluate The risk management process review evaluation must be systematic. After assets are expended to control risks, a cost-benefit review must be accomplished to see if risk and cost are in balance. Significant changes in the system are recognized and appropriate risk management controls are reapplied as necessary to control the risks. Effective review evaluation will also identify whether actual costs are in line with exceptions and how the controls have affected mission performance good or bad other considerations every risk analysis will unlikely be perfect the first time when risk analysis contain errors of omission or commission it is important that these errors be identified and corrected measurements are necessary to ensure accurate evaluations of how effectively controls eliminate hazards or reduce risks when available After-action reports, surveys, and in-progress reviews are excellent tools for measurements. To be meaningful, measurements must quantitatively or qualitatively identify reductions of risk, improvements in mission success, or enhancement of capabilities. Feedback A review by itself is not enough. A feedback system must be established to ensure that the corrective or preventative action taken was effective and that any newly discovered hazards identified during the mission activity are analyzed and corrective action taken. Feedback informs all involved as to how the implementation process is working and whether or not the controls were effective. Feedback can be in the form of briefings, lessons learned, cross-tell reports, benchmarking, database reports, etc. Without this feedback loop, we lack the benefit of knowing if the previous forecasts were accurate, contained errors, or were completely incorrect. Commanders, supervisors, and individuals must work with appropriate risk management process managers instructors, advisors, to ensure effective risk management feedback and cross-tell is collected and distributed to enhance future operations and activities. The Real-Time Risk Management Process or ABCD Model The five-step risk management process is the cornerstone of all risk management decisions and lays the framework for conducting formalized risk assessments normally associated with the deliberative level of risk management. Although real-time risk management is also founded on the five-step risk management process, streamlining the steps is essential in situations where risk decisions need to be made quickly and in real time. The real-time risk management process, or ABCD model, provides individuals with an easy-to-remember mnemonic that walks them through the essential steps of the RM wheel to assess the situation, balance controls, communicate, and decide and debrief the risk management decision, ABCD. This simple and easy-to-remember memory jogger provides individuals with a means to evaluate risks and formulate mitigation strategies in a short time and can be easily applied in both on- and off-duty situations. Figure 16.6 provides a graphic example of the relationship between the five-step risk management process and real-time risk management process using the ABCD model. Assess the situation. Assessing risk in a time-critical environment typically occurs when a planned activity is already underway or when the complexity or perception of overall risk is low. Effective assessment requires the key elements of hazard risk identification and understanding the negative effects associated with those hazards risks. Individuals must seriously consider the activity or action in which they are about to engage and choose appropriate mitigation strategies to meet the hazards they identify. In real-time risk management process, A complete assessment of the situation requires three stages of situational awareness in a relatively short time. A. Perception of what is happening. B. Integration of information and goals. And C. Projection into the future. Unlike deliberate risk management where there is ample time to assess potential situations, an individual's ability to discern the situation and apply available resources quickly and effectively, that can mean the difference between success or failure. The first step of the real-time risk management process ABCD model effectively combines the first two steps of the five-step risk management process. Balance Controls The second step of the real-time risk management process ABCD model is specifically tied to making risk control decisions. Step 3 of the 5-step risk management process to mitigate or eliminate the risks identified in assessing the hazards of the activity. After assessing the situation, personnel must consider all available controls resources to facilitate mission or activity success and how to manage them. Controls, resources can vary in scope and availability from situation to situation. The better prepared individuals are prior to an activity, the more likely they will have more controls, resources available to create multiple redundancies or blocks, to effectively eliminate or mitigate potential risks in real time. As an example, this equates to having a good understanding of the situation, being properly trained, wearing correct personal protective equipment, knowing personal limitations, and having a wingman to support their effort. Each of these controls, resources, serves as a layer of protection and enhances a decision-maker's ability to balance risk versus reward through proper preparation and understanding of the situation and options. When making these considerations, airmen must communicate with their team and leadership to ensure all options and resources are effectively utilized in making a sound yet timely risk decision. Communicate The third step of the real-time risk management process ABCD model is to communicate. This communication can take various forms, such as real-time communication with leadership to discuss problems and or intentions, internal team-crew communication to discuss real-time hazards and mitigation options, or an individual internalizing their current situation and taking time to evaluate if they're heading down the right path. This step assumes individuals and or teams carefully consider options and controls available to them in real-time situations and that they are aware of how perception and communication skills change in unanticipated and changing environments. Perception and communication skills are adversely affected as individuals become increasingly stressed and lose situational awareness. Feeling undue pressure to succeed or to continue with a plan when anticipated conditions require midstream changes can have similar effects on individuals and or team members as they try to compensate. In these high-stress situations, communication skills diminish as individuals channelize attention and lose awareness of the overall situation. They can experience tunnel vision and be unable to multitask effectively to deal with the changing circumstances. Understanding this, individuals and teams who are thrust into these situations can better prepare, anticipate, and identify if they or others are losing situational awareness and make corrections. This awareness enables individuals to communicate with teammates and leadership in real-time situations and allows them to take a step back and reevaluate options, asking questions such as who needs to know about the situation, who can help or assist, who can provide backup, or Can this be done differently? Are just a few examples of the considerations that must be made prior to implementing a mitigation strategy in real-time. Decide and Debrief The final step of the Real-Time Risk Management Process ABCD model is to make the decision to continue, modify, or abandon the mission activity based upon real-time circumstances and conditions. Unlike step four of the five-step risk management process, where an implementation strategy is carefully developed and carried out through identification of the who, what, when, where, and cost associated with the control prior to an activity, real-time risk management process relies on the individual or small group taking immediate or near-immediate action to mitigate risks in real time. This aspect alone can make real-time risk management process decisions riskier than deliberate risk management decisions. Individuals must realize this and make every effort to deliberately weigh risk decisions before taking action to ensure they are selecting the best course of action. Sometimes the original plan must be modified or changed to account for unforeseen issues in order to assure success. Although minor changes or modifications to a plan or strategy may be easily implemented, others may require higher authority, if available, to properly weigh the risk and determine the best course of action. Accountability under these circumstances rests solely with the individual individuals involved in the activity, and their responsibility is to fully understand the scope and limits of their go-no-go decision and act accordingly. As such, the acceptance of risk and associated consequences need to be taken seriously with the understanding that any adverse outcome from a selected course of action may not only affect the individual but greatly impact loved ones, co-workers, and ultimately their valuable contribution to the Air Force mission. Although the goal for any mission or activity is to operate safely and achieve success, all airmen must consider the possibility of abandoning the mission or activity if the situation appears too risky or too costly to continue, and there are no reasonable options or strategies to change or alter the circumstances in the time remaining to conduct the mission activity. As with the formal five-step risk management process, both leadership and personnel involved in a mission activity must ensure that the feedback loop or debrief aspect of the D is performed. This vital process step ensures individuals follow through and complete the ABCD mnemonic loop by identifying what worked, what did not work, and ensures documented lessons learned are disseminated. Debriefs will improve performance, mitigate risks in future activities, and are essential in completing the ABCD loop. Asking questions such as, was our assessment accurate? Were we lucky? How well did we use the control's resources? Was the communication effective? And what can we do to improve the events in the future? Are a few examples of questions that leaders, crews, teams, and individuals can ask in debriefs to ensure future activities are improved and risks are reduced.